Oh, Whoa. son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys ready for this? Well, we've got our, well, l- let me just start out this way. Rioth, our host, our host jour, is not in town today. It's us. It's 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 Snake and Mr. Wigglebutts. Is this <laughs> no Wigglebutts is out of town. Oh, Wigglebutts is out of town. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. it's Snake and, and Jim. Snake and Jim, and uh, we're here to talk about your number one write-in office. Yes, that everybody's talking about. Yes, obviously, what I'm talking about is. Now, I know everyone's been talking about this in town. And people, it's the most controversial race that's it, happening right it, now. It is, I mean, people, R- Rusty, Rusty uh, filled us in about this. Rusty is our Dr. Russell Weaver. Yes, is our point man on this race. Right, and it's everybody's talking like, should I write him in or not? Mm-hmm. They're they're talking about the Holland Highway Superintendent race. The big write-in candidate. The big write-in candidate. Who the, is? The, 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 uh, the incumbent is Jason Simmons. Okay. Uh, and he's being trying to be reelected. Yeah. And he's not the write-in candidate. The write-in candidate is uh, some Polish guy, Lance Kansowitz <laughs> or whatever. This is Holland, New York, right? Holland, New York. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, the original Netherlands. All right. Well, it sounds like we got a hell of a race. Everyone's it, it, talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's all I, we're talking about. I I was out in Holland on Friday. Yeah, and I, I could not believe I mean, there, there, there were people in the streets. Oh, oh just uh, slowing down traffic. Write them in. Holy shit! Uh, all along Route 16, people are write him in. Write him in. All right. So this Polish guy. This let's let's say the Gronk. Of the, Hol- of the, 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 yeah, definitely the Gronk of the Holland. Gronk of Holland. What are his chances? Do you, what's what's Rusty say? Uh, well, These are I, stats guys. I, I I didn't I didn't ask Rusty about this because I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin his models. Okay. The Polish write in in Holland has about a forty percent chance. Welcome back to the square. Now, I won't toot my own horn as much as Reed does, but I am filling in for him this week, as well as Jim. We're, we're kind of splitting the host duties. Right. We're not, just, we're not just in the background offering irreverent or inane quotes every now and then. Right. We're not just color guys. Occasionally, no. you know, we're, we're your uh, Jim Nance. Yeah. We're not just your Tony Romos. You might hate it. You might love it. But this is our election preview today. Right. So, first up on our topic list, the AOC rally. In, Wasn't that great? That was great. So, this Saturday, 11 a.m. at Tom Ballroom, India Walton had a guest in town, AOC, and she had a few other speakers there, too. Cynthia Nixon was there. Mike Gianaris. Yeah. Uh, the IATSE people. The Starbucks. Starbucks uh, people. Unionizing. Yeah, lots, of, lots of union people talking. What a great rally. I was amped up. I it was it was I said this on Twitter I'm gonna say it right again now let's go it was the second most exciting thing I've ever seen at Town Ballroom <laughs> after Orville Peck well I think that's that's a worthy first along with the rally which I think everyone was pumped up a lot of good energy there we had some India Walton endorsements we did have some India Walton endorsements oh we had some we there was a bunch of endorsements in the mayor's race right some of them for India one of them for the mayor oof. Ooh, boo. Ooh. Let, let, let's go with the mayor's endorsement first. Okay. Because I, I, I want to end on a high note for everybody. The mayor was endorsed by 
Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People Stokes. Yes. I mean, they're both from grassroots. Yeah, I'm slide whistle it all the way to, to hell. They're both grassroots. Uh, I mean, as I posted on Twitter and my idea about this at, at the time was, apparently we want to support all Democrats unless your crony's the one who lost the Democratic <laughs> nomination. Well, even if you're not a crony of theirs, you, you may not support the Democratic nominee for Buffalo mayor. There are some really glaring silent folks out there. Oh my, well, you know, I don't, I don't have as much of an issue with the silent folks. Okay. As I do with the people who are like, well, I know the Democrats in the city said this, but fuck them. I mean, that's, and the silent, I mean, fuck, I mean, they're basically saying fuck the will of the people, aren't they? Well, and they're saying like, bring it on Republicans. I love you. It's it's one is that what they talk about when they're talking about unity and crossing the aisle and yeah, compromise? Yeah, it was Joe is Manchin. It, oh, okay. No, I mean like, look. While I might question why somebody like say like David Rivera, whose district went seventy five twenty five for Andy Walton in the primary, why he's being quiet about it. At least he's not coming out in favor of the Republican candidate. Well, good on him for not doing that. Yeah, I mean, good on him, I suppose, for not doing that. But Crystal Peoples is showing that like when the chips fall and when it comes down to it. She's willing to support a Republican over a Democrat. So who who endorsed India the past few days? We uh, had some really key endorsements. Well, I mean, key as far as like well-known, huge national figures. Well, sure. according, according to Rusty, it, it bumped up the the likelihood of her winning office, right? Well, it, the betting markets reacted, but okay. as I pointed out, you know, it happened the same day that she was on the podcast. <laughs> So who's to say whether it was more important that she who's to say who's to say that it was more important when she was on our podcast or whether it was because Chuck Schumer, Uncle Chucky mm-hmm. endorsed her. We had Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer. And then the very next day, the junior senator from New York State, Gillibrand, Kirsten Gillibrand said, I support India Walton, too. Now, according to... We also had Rashid Wallace voice support for India Walton. Right? Yes. According to the Schumer campaign, he didn't he didn't receive advanced knowledge of any kind of internal polling or anything like that from India Walton. He made the decision independently of any, the India Walton campaign that he was going to endorse her, which is bullshit, but, I mean, it's, it's a nice story. <laughs> Well, at least he presented it that way. I mean, it made me feel good. It's it's nice. I didn't of, believe a word of it. It's nice of him to say that. Yeah. But like, clearly, like we know from talking to India whether she didn't. Now she told us that she doesn't listen to polls, and that's mighty smart of her to not listen to polls. It's also a lie. But I mean, it was, it's it's okay. <laughs> We're gullible, and, and we'll listen. No, to I, I don't know India to be a liar. But for the most part, I think candidates look at polls, right? I think candidates look at polls. And I think they share those polls with other elected officials. So here's my thing is India told us, and she said the same thing at the AOC rally on Saturday, that she had in her mind this number 58%. Yes. Now, I don't think she's pulling the number out of whole cloth. I think that that is the number that they're they're showing internally that they're pulling. I could be wrong. Hey, listen, people have intuition. People have feelings. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, people have ESP. Well, I didn't say ESP, but there is intuition. Right. 
right? Things happen that you get a feel about, right? Mm-hmm. And she's been around town. She's knocked on enough doors where I think she'd get a good feeling about this. Yeah. Uh, regardless of polls. Right. Uh, regardless of polls. And I mean, and it, they have a high enthusiasm level with their volunteers and sure. they, they understand what's going on. That said, I don't think you're pulling that number out of thin air. I think if she shared that they're polling 58 to 42 with Chuck Schumer, I think Schumer goes, hmm. <laughs> and he puts his finger to his, his temple and he goes, well, 58 to 42, nine days out from the election. Yeah. That's a lot to overcome. So we got a debate coming up at St. Joe's with India Walton and Byron Brown, right? Oh yeah, so and, that's a and Ben Carlisle and Ben Carlisle too. They didn't invite Jazz this time, evidently. No, uh, Jazz Jazz been left out. Uh, good on India for doing a second debate. Doesn't have to. Now I know this the St. Joe's debate is historically a debate that happens between mayoral candidates. It is something that's been happening for literal decades, but. She could have said, fuck it, I'm not doing this. And I would have been okay with that. Yeah. I mean, if the shoe were on the other foot, as it were, yeah, were the current mayor, had he won the primary and had India filled out the correct paperwork to be on the working families line and she was only in the working families line, the chance of him showing up to St. Joe's for a debate against somebody who was only on the working families line don't think it would happen. I, I think it's minimal. Speaking of AOC coming to town, uh, we had a Buffalo News article about AOC. Yeah. And, well, and <sighs> care to elaborate on this, Jim? These fuckers at the Buffalo News. Let me tell you yeah. about them. So <laughs> it, it, the only thing I'm going to say about this article is about the headline. And it said, Congresswoman, start quotation marks, <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, and quotation marks, as though that was like some fake name that she came up with. Yeah, it's her pen name. Yeah. That's what she's called in Washington. It's, what? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to. I, I should have asked Galarno about this. Uh, yeah. What do you? What do you think about this kind of nonsense that that they, uh, well, we're going to put in quotation marks the person's actual fucking name in scare quotes. Are they quoting... AOC is saying her own name. I don't. Uh, I, I mean, really, uh, no, they're, they're quoting Matt Gates. Oh, is that right? I don't think we need to spend too much time on on that topic. Just, no, I, I, I do want to say about the uh, the AOC India Walton rally. Yeah, um, where we had this great union representation that it really it was for me the most dynamic political rally I've ever been a part of. And I've been in and out of politics for over 20 years. After the rally, they went over to the picket line at Mercy Hospital. They did. Yeah, they they went and they rallied the workers at the CWA workers at Mercy Hospital. And they decided to put their mouth out there on the line where put their money where their mouth money is. Money where their mouth is. I don't know that they put any money, money out there, but they, well, they put their mouth out there. They're, they're talking the talk and walking the walk. Let's right. put it that way, okay? Yeah. And I feel good about that. Speaking of putting money out there where your mouth might or might <laughs> not be, the fucking Lynn Dixon campaign. Ooh, boy. Son, Ooh, boy. The, and now, we haven't covered the controller race. We haven't covered the, the county controller race that much this year because i mean it's been kind of a non-entity yeah 
Until uh, now. Until now. And Lynn Dixon decided to send out. I mean, and, and it was signed, paid for by friends of Lynn Dixon. It's not even like they tried to hide it. Sent out a mailer to Prime Dems in the city of Buffalo that Kevin Hardwick was a Trump Republican. Couldn't be further from the truth, could it? I mean, well, here's the thing. Is he like, was a Republican. You know, Ke- Kevin Hardwick was a Republican. He, Kevin Hardwick was a Republican up to 2018. What happened? He was a never Trump Republican. Right. Uh, and he And he stayed with the Republican Party even after Trump got elected as a never Trump Republican trying to fight Trumpism until it got clear his stance was beyond the pale in the Republican Party so that he had no spot, he had no place left in the Republican Party. So Kevin's a good government guy, right? Seems like more I know, or less, I mean, Kevin's maybe. a piece of shit. <laughs> you can't be a Republican post-2016 yeah. and be like, I'm a good government guy. Okay. No, you're, you're still kind of garbage because, like, even after... You're like, uh, uh, well, I'm anti-Trump. Yeah. And then Trump gets elected and he's the head of your party. You're like, well. Well, this is still redeemable, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, I can do something about this. Guess what? Right. He couldn't. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like he eventually got out of the Republican Party. So I don't want to say he's not a total piece of shit. Okay. I mean, he looks like a Tootsie Roll, (laughs) but he doesn't smell like one. So, uh, but he's not. I mean, the uh, the mailers were a blatant lie. Oh, the, ma- the moral of the oh, story. Yeah, the mailers were. Tr- okay. The mailers were just one hundred percent false. Yeah, I mean, and that speaks to the desperation of the Lynn Dixon campaign. That they were like, well, we could spend. I mean, and they probably spent. I'm gonna guess eighteen thousand dollars on this mailer because it was a full color mailer and it went to Prime Dems. They're like, well, we could spend eighteen to twenty thousand dollars on a mailer trying to convince people of why Lynn's good, or hear me out, we can try to rat fuck our opponent. And they were like, it's probably a better expenditure to rat fuck our opponent. How effective do you think it's gonna be, Jim? <sighs> Unfortunately, I think it might be somewhat effective, even uh, for, even with Prime Dems. Well, the the thing is is why I think it's not going to be that effective is that you know, I keep hearing from my friends who work at the Board of Elections is that over the years, the number of people who have split ballots, who vote for different parties, has become less and less and less and less. And these prime Dems who they're trying to get to split off from Hardwick, if they're going to be on the Dem line for mayor, and they're going to be on the Dem line for Kim Beatty for sheriff, who, speaking of endorsements, got endorsed by the Buffalo News this week. Then they're probably going to still end up on the Dem line for Hardwick for a controller. It, trying to get people to split off for one race is really, really hard, especially in something like a countywide race where people don't know them. It's one thing if you're like, hey, I want you to split off for town councilman in the town of Lancaster because I want you to vote for Adam Dickman. <laughs> we'll, get we'll, get, later. we'll get to that later. Maybe that'll happen. So it's not likely, but it may have turned some voters. It's not, yeah, zero, I, it's not zero. It's not zero. No, I mean, like, it, I'm sure there are some people who are like... Probably not worth the money they spent I, on the mail. There, there are some people who clutched their pearls and said, <laughs> I had no idea he was a Trump Republican. But Lynn, Di- Lynn Dixon... Lynn Dixon, who is legitimately a Trump Republican. I, I may have almost said Lick Dixon. I mean, that might as well be her name. <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, she is legitimately a Trump Republican. Right. Pretty, so pretty, pretty snaky. 
And that's a lot coming from me. It says a lot when you're thinking, well, this is who I am. And who I am is such a big piece of shit <laughs> that I should say that my opponent is somebody that I am. I mean, that's that, that is, that is, that's really some incredible like malfeasance. I mean, it takes a lot of intellectual dishonesty to so, be like. So do you think Lynn Dixon was behind this? Who was really behind this? No, it was Chris Grant. Okay. It was Big Dog. Big Dog. Wolf. Chris Grant was behind this. Yeah. Because shortly after this piece landed on Twitter, our friend, Mark Polenkars. Okay. He on Twitter was like, this despicable piece or whatever, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Came out and attacked Kevin Hardwick and it came from Lynn Dixon's camp. And Chris Grant on Twitter was like, the only thing that the, uh, you, you, you know you hit the truth when you trigger liberals or some nonsense oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. And, I mean, it's just garbage from him. It, it's it's such ingenuine, insincere trash. Well, fuck him. No, I, yeah, fuck him. I, I mean, I, I, offered, I offered two weeks ago to do a, a, a Chippendales contest with Nate McMurray, which that Nate still holds. Still I'll, holds. We'll, I'll, we'll do it. I'll, 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 I'll get the, Nate, the cufflinks Nate, and, you're an Adonis. And, the, and the bow tie. You're an Adonis, and we'd and, love to have and, you on this competition. But I, I, would, I would run a 5K against Chris Grant. <laughs> I would, too. Oh, we all run a 5K, Chris, Chris Grant. Okay, let's do it. So I'd run a 10K. I, I would do, I would well, do a don't, triathlon. Don't get crazy. Would you? I'd do a triathlon. All right. Yeah. If, if, if two-thirds of a triathlon were eating sticky toffee from Black Sheep. <laughs> well, he might have you there. Who knows? Uh, I don't think that he knows how to get to Black Sheep. Oh, okay. So if part of it was we started at a, a given time, he might have to use Google Maps how to get there. Speaking of mallers, we've got a state GOP maller for oh, Byron Brown. The state Republicans, these yeah. sons of bitches. How about that? And and they're like, well, our boy Byron, who we've always loved. <laughs> sure. No, it's insane that the state GOP is spending tens of thousands of dollars on a maller for Byron Brown that they don't have to spend. Like, they could just stay out of the city of Buffalo mayor's race. By getting involved, they're essentially saying that they don't give a shit about the Republican sheriff's candidate or the Republican no. controller candidate. Right. They're essentially giving up the ghost on those state, on those countywide offices by getting involved in the city race. But they want to get involved in the city race because, like, they're that fucking scared of socialism. Well, we had that fella standing outside of Tom Ballroom. Oh, it, boy, yeah. India AOC, right? The, the, yeah, with the guy with the, the anti-socialism, the, yeah. the so, Ghostbuster sign. Yeah, socialism with crossed out, circle right. cross. Who, who did say, lean into me as I was, I was <laughs> very close to the entrance. Yeah. And he leaned in and he goes, you're smart for dressing warm today. <laughs> He had the really the angriest look I've seen on his oh, face. Oh, yeah, he he definitely was so, very angry. So evidently, being anti-socialism does not make you a happy person. Yeah. I'm, not what, sure, I'm not sure how many people he converted that day. But, well, and but. when he said that I was smart for dressing warm, I responded, "I am smart. That's why I'm in favor of socialism." <laughs> 
Uh, did he have any reply to that? No, he just he just kind of stood there. It's yeah. kind of similar to he came well, by. I'm not sure he's put much thought into his anti-socialism. Stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's put much thought into into much that he's done. Yeah, uh, he I he was coming down the line earlier when I was standing in line and I was further down Main Street, and uh, the gentleman in front of me made the universal sign for jerking off. <laughs> yeah. And the anti-socialism guy stopped and said, is that your favorite thing to do? And the guy in front of me said, yeah, probably. <laughs> More power to him. Yeah. You know, uh, what are the odds this anti-socialism guy, I wish I would have found his name, but what are the odds he used MapQuest? Mark. Mark? Uh, yeah, is Mark. his name Mark? Yeah, Mark. Uh, what are the odds? <laughs> How do you know his name? Uh, we go way back. <laughs> what are the odds he used MapQuest to get to Tom Ballroom that day from... <laughs> <laughs> from Sardinia. That's, he may have actually used a Rand McNally map. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking of more Byron Brown bullshit, Buffalo Urban Renewal Agency. Yeah, Burra. Burra. What, Burra, what's, Burra. Their, what's their deal, Jim? Well, So the same day that the AOC rally happened on Saturday, yesterday, we're recording this on Sunday, the front page of the Buffalo News was like, hey, so uh, this agency that hands out grants... Hands it out, hand, uh, handed out like $20 million in grants to organizations that gave sizable donations to Byron's reelection campaign. Oh, really? Yeah. And surprisingly, like organizations that didn't give money to his reelection campaign or, or didn't pay for play didn't get grants. Well, holy fucking shit. Yeah. It, it, well, it, I wonder why that was. And. So, and the headline was like, Burrah under investigation by FBI. <laughs> yeah, friend of the pod, and I, I wish she would come on. I, I, I would love to have her on. Betty Jean Grant was out yes. there. Byron had some, had his own rally that day. And she was out there opposing his people with a rally, holding up the front page of the Buffalo News about how Burrah had been investigated or was being investigated by the FBI. And how he was doing pay for play, and she was out there basically like, "Fuck you, you pieces of shit!" Like, look, look, this is who you're supporting. This guy is being investigated by the literal FBI. She's fantastic, Betty Jean. Just God bless her. Just tremendous. Uh, she got a shout out during the AOC India Walton rally, yeah. and she does not get enough credit for what she's doing. Just a queen. Well. I hate to have to bring it up, but we do have some uh, we do have some Stefan news, don't we? Oh boy, boy, do we have some Stefan Mahila news! So, Stefan this week, even the Buffalo News called him out on it. Well, I, I would hope so. I mean, even well, the Buffalo News has standards every now and then. Don't even now, now and then, not always, but now and then they have standards. So, Stefan had. Uh, a tweet and an Instagram post and all of the social media about how woke Hoke, Randy Hoke, was anti-Hamburg and attacking the cultural makeup of Hamburg. The quote from Randy was, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, okay, but it was essentially on his working families party interview sheet or his answer sheet. He said that he acknowledged that Hamburg was not the most diverse community in West New York. Is that a lie, Jim? There's probably some truth to that, isn't uh, there? You know what? <laughs> On the scale of lie to truth, 
That is very heavily a truth. Yeah. Uh, Hamburg is last night. I checked like ninety six percent white. So I don't know what what does Stefan have to say about this. Stefan, I don't think he liked that too much. Did he? Uh, Stefan, his his take on it was that Randy Hoke wants to break up White Hamburg and basically turn it into socialist Buffalo. Oh, well, that's not a bad thing from from my perspective. Right. I mean, I think uh, that'd be a great idea. I grew up learning that the United States was a melting pot and that people from all different cultures came here and made this the greatest nation on earth. And Stefan learned that people from all different cultures came here, and as long as they were white, made it the greatest nation on earth. I didn't hear that part of editorializing when I was growing up. Well, you and I were talking about this a couple of days ago when it first came out. And I was like, <sighs> and you're like, I can hear that. I was like, yeah, because in order to dog whistle, you can't say the quiet part out loud. And he did. And and he he this was not just dog whistling, this was like just blatant fear mongering. Here we go. Here's the tweet: Radical socialist Randy Hogue trashed Hamburg for being too white. This working families party endorsed extremist has a solution. His exact words at the mission uh, and mission as supervisor: At the end of four years, we have a significant increase in the number of people of color in our town. So I guess that's a bad thing for Stefan. Yeah, that's I mean, a, I guess so. That's a terrible thing for him. I I didn't realize that like being diverse was bad. Stefan, it's not bad to be diverse. You can be all kinds of sorts of white. You could be Polish and Irish and Italian and Ukrainian, but you can't be Yemeni. Or Bangladeshi, or South Sudanese. I think the moral of the story is support Randy Hoke, donate to his campaign, or vote for him if you live in Hamburg. Yeah, no. And I've honestly or, I've had enough of talking about st- fucking stuff. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I I can't wait. Till, so next week is uh, this is going to re- release, and then the election is going to happen, right? And it's going to be the last time we have to talk about Stefan for the rest of our lives. Yes, and we might talk about more than that just because. <laughs> I have a brain disease where I want to follow him, but we won't have to. We can. We the can stake, just. The stakes will be much lower. After, yeah, after it'll this it, it'll just be like me talking about like him going to like Mister Pot Pie in Hamburg. <laughs> now, Jim, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Oh well, because you you've left me in the dark. I I, I have here on this. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't realize this. About a week ago, I'm driving to your place to go hang out, have a few beers. I drive, and we're, uh, this is Lancaster area, right? Yeah, Lancaster, New York. Yes. Not Lancaster, Lanca- Pennsylvania. Lancaster? Right. Lancaster. Lancaster. I'm driving by, and I see a, a political sign. This is Dick Man. It, yeah, it's, it's Dick Man and time you, in, in Lancaster. And you have left us in the dark about this, knowing about it the whole entire time. What's this guy's story? What, what, Dick Man. What's, what's he running for? What's his story? So Dick Man is running for re-election. What's his first name? Adam. Adam Dick Man. Adam Dick Man. Okay. I think he pronounces it Dickman, but uh, that's yeah, not, I don't think it makes much. Difference. I, I mean, I mean, his name is Dick Man. Uh, Adam Dick Man, town councilman yeah. in the town of Lancaster. Right. He was first elected four years ago. 
He is a Trump Republican. Okay. He living up to his name. He, oh yeah. He was part of the Republican takeover, basically of the board, where they they took a couple of seats on the board after Trump was elected president. Uh, they took over the town of Lancaster Republican Party. Okay. And they took it over with Trump Republicans. So th- there was a big to-do this year in the primary season um, where Dick Mann and his running mate, I think Burkhart, I'm not sure. Oh, I wish it was a funnier name. Uh, me too. All right. Had to run a primary against uh, the Democratic candidates for council on the Republican line because the Republicans gave them, them the endorsement, one of whom is actually a registered Republican, the other one's a registered conservative, but they're the Democratic candidates. This was like a fight between the old school, like John Kasich mainstream Republicans in Lancaster uh-huh. and the new school Trump Republicans in Lancaster. Okay. And Dick Mann and his uh, associate won the primary. Wow. Now, they do have the upcoming general election, and if signs voted, which they don't, uh, and I will say this to anybody who talks about, like, well, there's so many Byron Brown signs out. Uh, my response to them is, on election day, if you see a sign voting, let me know. I, I haven't, I've yet to see a sign I've, vote. I, I, I mean, I've... I've been paying attention to, and I have been... And I watch for it. I've been voting in elections. I'm 42. Yes. I've been voting in elections since I was 18, so yeah. 24 years. And never once in all my time when I was out there voting or when I was out there working polls have I seen a sign walk up and vote. Have you seen a dick man vote? Uh, once. So is that all of the story? Well, is there anything more to dick man than meets the eye? Well, uh, there is a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so... Dick Mann works for the Village of Lancaster Department of Public Works. Wow, okay. And in the Buffalo News and the local news media the last couple of weeks, there's been a story about a member of the Village of Lancaster DPW, Department of Public Works, doing a skit, singing a song about women and their various bodily features, Oh, their time of the month. Does not sound great. Uh, no, I would say it sounds very sexually harassing. Yes. And singing it to a group meeting of DPW workers, including at least one female worker. Oof. Oh, my God. Oof is correct. Now, it's my understanding that the worker who did this has been fired. But Adam Dickman is a DPW worker. And it's my understanding that he took video of this song this skit he forwarded it to at least one person now if you're going to forward it to one person if you're adam dickman councilman for the town of lancaster would you i'm going to give you a multiple choice <laughs> good because i don't like filling the blanks would, would you forward it to a no one <laughs> or b stepfather of the only female employee who was there to witness it oh how long do I have to think about this one? You know what? Call me next week. I, I, I've already decided. Oh. I'm going to choose no one. Hey, oh. no one. Oh. Did I choose right? Well, you, uh, you may have chose right. You didn't choose the same answer that Adam Dickman chose. Oh. He chose to forward it to the stepfather of the only female employee who was there. In the video, 
at the end of the video or toward the end of the video while all this misogynistic nonsense was going on they focused in on this female member's face that's fucked up and now now the village of lancaster said they they did an investigation and that it was only forwarded to one or two people apparently one or two of those people was wnymedia.net because they posted the entire video online so we know that adam dickman forwarded it to the female worker's stepfather apparently the only other person it was sent to was wnymedia.net and nobody else ever saw it really that's how things work nowadays yeah once you share it with someone that's it right yeah it's it doesn't get shared by those people also right and and once you sent it it's gone right it's it's like mailing a letter oh well like okay so i guess it wasn't so bad Right, I mean, or only thousands of people saw it. He's truly a dick, man, and and he is like, well, I can't believe people are trying to make this an issue in the campaign. And I was like, listen, motherfucker, do you know what they have to deal with in the town of Lancaster? Nothing. This is the literally the only <laughs> thing that could be an issue in the campaign for a town of Lancaster committee spot. All, it, all he had spot. to do was not hit send. Right. All he had to do, if he was like. Oh, I was a witness for the sexual harassment complaint because the woman who was there now has a sexual harassment complaint against the village, the Department yes. of Public Works. Um, she's hired Lindy Corn attorney office. Good. And if Dickman was like, look, I can't speak because I'm a witness on behalf of the complainant. People would have been like, oh, he's doing the right thing. But instead he was like, well, I can't talk about it, but I did forward it to somebody else. So Rad Pack, fans of the Square Podcast, that's your that's your Dick Man story. Yeah, so uh we're gonna get Dick Man T shirts out. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. All right. Well our last topic of of the week and going back to some vegetables. Yeah. You've got our this is a this is a fan request. This is a, yeah, we we've got multiple fan requests regarding the state ballot props. And yeah, I guess we're sorry for not covering this sooner. But, uh, you know, pre-election episode, let's go over them. Uh, we've got five on the ballot on November 2nd, right? Yeah, there, there are five ballot propositions going on in, in New York State, statewide ballot props. And we're going to talk about them and go over them real quick. I'm just going to pull up the Ballotpedia website. So, uh, real quick, before I get into them in depth, if you're, if you're just looking for a short, like, takeaway on them yeah. and we'll post up another endorsement episode like a five-minute endorsement yeah. episode and cover this uh but if you're looking for a short takeaway uh the state conservative party was texting people that they want you to vote against one three and four so just uh, like without thinking about it vote for one three and four <laughs> vote yes on one three and four but really i think all five initiatives look pretty good to yeah. vote yes on yeah all five to us, look like they're they're pretty good. Um, this, this first one, it's a, it, th- this is the longest proposal on the ballot, at least the most verbose, and it has to do with a redistricting. Well, I mean, yeah, it has to do with changing the amount of votes when one party controls both members or both ha- houses in the legislature, as, as opposed to having to have a supermajority they can go and vote on a simple majority that's most of it one of the other things in there that uh, is really important is that it requires incarcerated people to be counted at the last place that they resided 
as opposed to where they are incarcerated, which is very important for more accurate representation. Third thing on the proposal is they they cap the number of state senators. Right. Which, you know, I don't really give a shit. That's a coin flip, right? Who cares? I mean, I tend to be, if there's more people, we should have more representatives so that they don't have to represent too many people. But that's fine. It also has in there that uh, you should count residents that include all the people who are residents, not just citizens, even if the census doesn't count them. Right. Um, It does also remove the block on border requirement for Senate districts. So block on border means that you can divide cities, but you can't divide towns. And the realistic what ends up happening because of that is cities end up being generally in this state, in all states, but in in New York State in particular, because we're talking about New York State in particular here, uh, more diverse Um, But since you can't split up towns, which tend to be less diverse, you end up having to split up the cities. And what ends up happening as a result, so you can have the correct number of people in a Senate district, is that you end up diluting the voice of minorities because cities can be split up, but towns can't. Uh, You know, I think of like Tim Kennedy's district, where Cheektowaga has to be, the entire town of Cheektowaga can't be split up. And so the city of Buffalo has to be split up around it. Whereas if it if it were the other way, you could maintain some of the integrity of the city of Buffalo and split up the town of Cheektowaga a little bit. So would you say this first ballot proposal, is this pro-democracy? Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's a pro-democracy proposal to, to vote in favor of it. In terms of real politique, does it help or hurt? left-leaning individuals in terms of the real politic it's going to help the left-leaning individuals because look they're going to split up towns as far as gerrymandering goes for the senate districts they're going to use the split up towns to make republican towns have less of a voice and just reinforce the supermajority in the state senate ballot proposal number two this is kind of uh, this is one that the conservative party did not touch. Well, the conservative, even the conservative party was like, you know, <laughs> I think we'll stay away from this one. Yeah, pretty straightforward. It's a right to clean air, clean water, and a healthful environment. Yeah, something uh, I can, I think I can vote yes. Yeah, for. I, I mean, I think, I think, I think I feel okay saying like, yeah, I deserve a right to clean <laughs> air, clean water, and a healthy environment. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to go on a limb here. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't think that's asking too much, but, you know, far be it from me. All right. Proposal number three, eliminating 10-day advanced voter registration requirement. Right. Same-day voter registration. Uh, I think we're all good with that. That's, yeah. that's good for democracy. That is a, that is a very pro-democracy amendment, a, a proposition. Changing state law so that the state board of elections and the individual county board of elections have to do same-day uh, registration. Very pro democracy. Well, well, geez, I wonder why the Conservative Party was against this. Well, I don't think of them as the most pro democracy party oh. in, the, in, the, in the country. Ballot proposal number four authorizing no excuse abs- absentee voting. Mm. Interesting that they would be opposed to this, too. Yeah. No, I mean, of course, I'm in favor of no excuse absentee voting. You have a right to vote. You should have a right to vote. And you should have a right to vote however you want to vote. 
And if you don't want to show up on the polling place for whatever reason, including maybe you have to fucking work. So New York State tries to make it so that, like, even if you have to work, you have a chance because they do do polls from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. But you shouldn't have to, like, if you have to work a 12-hour day on election day, you shouldn't have to be like... 12-hour uh, day and then watch your kids. Right, right? yeah. I, I, I need a 13-hour babysitter right. because I need an hour to go vote. Sure. No, fuck it. No excuse. Absentee voting is pro-democracy. Yes. The final ballot proposal doesn't have much to do with the Buffalo area. It has shit to do with anybody. But we can still vote vote on it. Right, we can still go to vote for it. And, and it is to increase... The uh, New York City Civil Court's jurisdiction on civil cases from 25K up to 50K. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right? Like, well, how does this help residents in New York City? Well, what it, how it helps residents in New York City is that the state courts are famously overburdened. Your local district courts, while also overburdened, aren't as overburdened as the state courts. So by increasing the amount that the civil cases can be held in your city courts, it's going to ease up what's going on in the state courts and free up some space there and reassign some work to the the city courts. Additionally, when the original jurisdiction, when the when it was passed, that set it at twenty five thousand, was so long ago that fifty thousand dollars, as far as like. Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation is about right. It's just kind of keeping up with the times. Like, really what this, it it should say $50,000 plus CPI. To sum it up, vote yes in all five. Right, just just vote yes across the board. And if anybody asks you why you did it, stab them in the eye and say, you're lucky you have two. And definitely don't write in Byron Brown. Yeah, don't and if, write. And if you do write in anyone, make sure it's Myron Brown. Myron Brown. But, but if, if you have a chance to write in, if, if you're a city of Buffalo voter, if you show up to the ballot, to show up to the polling place, and somebody says, are you a Byron Brown supporter? Ask them, are you going to give me a stamp? <laughs> and if they say yes, say, yes, I'm a Byron Brown supporter. Now go vote for India Walton. Yes, keep the stamp and sell but, it to Jim but keep for the one American quarter. I, I, am, I am paying 25 cents American per unused stamp. And if I get enough of them, I will get a picture of myself swimming in them a la Scrooge McDuck in his money bank. The stamps or the quarters? Yes. <laughs> and now, if, and I'll, let me just remind the, our listeners of how much a quarter is. That's enough to pay for your parking to go up and get a stamp and vote for India Walden. It's it, it's it, it's it's also enough to get a shopping trolley at Aldi's. Oh, you're right. That's enough to buy one and take it home. Right. A 25 cent trolley. That's our election preview for today. I think we missed out on a great episode. I, well, I think we missed out on Re. Well, I think that's true, too. We sure do miss him. Now, Re likes to, as he says, pump his own tires or pump our own tires. But you know what? I'm going a different route today. I'm okay. going to say thank you to the Rad Pack. Thank you to our fans. Yes. Thank you for engaging with us and bringing up these topics. We're happy to hear from you. You might think it's annoying. You might be hesitant to DM us or add us on Twitter or Facebook or IG or whatever, but get at us. We do this because of you. We do not make much on this podcast. In fact, we're probably in the red. We're definitely not in the black. Oh, we're definitely in the red. (laughs) We do this because we feel it's important and we want to hear from you. We want to know what to cover. Please engage with us. 
Please, please do. And you make this happen. The, the best way to engage with us is to buy a $30 ticket to our Christmas party. Yes. December 3rd, we're having a Christmas party. It's going to be $30 a person. When we release this episode on Thursday, I will release the page to buy tickets. And the Eventbrite page. The Eventbrite page. Uh, if you're a business or an organization who's looking to sponsor an event, we are looking for a sponsor. But... Uh, we're going to be donating all the proceeds to Vive, which, as I mentioned last week, is the largest refugee. Uh, not center. Not center. but It's not the Walmart of refugees. It's not the Walmart of refugees, but refugee shelter right. in, in the United States. It's, uh, I mean, they might be the Walmart of refugees, but I don't know <laughs> that that's for sure. We're, no, we're going to be donating all the money to, to Vive. Uh, you'll, you'll get a Tom and Jerry... You have to hang out with us. Pizza and wings, of course. Pizza and wings. We'll be selling shirts. Well, yeah, it will. I mean, we'll we'll be doing the damn thing, and it's going to be a great time. Fifty tickets. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's it's, all we can hold. It's, it's a trial it, run. So either there's going to be nobody there, or it's going to be a full house. Right. And I think our fans are going to come out and support it. But it, it's it's it is it's it's limited occupancy. That's all we got for this week. Jim, we can find you online where? You can find me on Twitter at James Tamel. That is T as in Thomas, A M as in Michael O L, James T A M O L. Or you can find me on Instagram at Battle Jim of the Republic. You know, I'm on IG. I can't remember what my handle is, but it's on there. Um, I'm at the real Ryan Steele or the, the name of the account is spooky snake on Twitter, Facebook. Fuck it. I hate that fucking site. It's right. bullshit. Fuck it. You can find the square podcast on Facebook though. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Twitter and you can listen to our episodes on all major podcasting platforms. Our main one being SoundCloud. Please listen. And, uh, thank you for your support again. So we'll see you next week. Bye.